in association with the Agri Health Network, it's time for That Farm Life podcast, Planting Hope, Harvesting Strength. On That Farm Life, we talk about that life that is that of a farmer and their family. It's about the day-to-day grind, the good times, the tough times, and everything in between, because farming is more than a job, it's a way of life. And we're here to offer opportunities to help you deal with the stress and strains of farm life through faith, family, and community with other farmers. Now, here's your host, a farmer, a former agri-business owner, and also the pastor of a Southern Baptist church in Arkansas, Archie Mason. Hey folks, this is Archie Mason, host of That Farm Life Podcast. Thank you for joining us today. We're well over 100 episodes. As I've, If I was guessing, I'll have to ask Miss Mandy, our chief editor, to let me know. We're probably 115, 120, something like that. So thank you for joining us. Many Mondays, as this podcast always drops on Mondays, many of you have been uh, listening to us, sharing with us. we got folks from all over the U.S. and folks in different countries. So thank you for being a part. If you like our podcast, subscribe to it. Uh, let us know how we're doing. Give us a rating. That helps us to do better. Also, check us out on the web at agrihealth.net. You can find some resources there that will help you out. Maybe you're in some different states. We work and co-labor with some folks in different states, so we can help you any way we can. We're all about uh, helping the farm folks, rural people, kind of work through the stress and strains of farm life. And so our podcast is very conversational. So I hope you enjoy today. we got a very special guest right here in Arkansas. John McMinn is the uh, director of the Commodity Activities and Economics. He works for the Arkansas Farm Bureau Federation. He has a big title. So in just a moment, we're going to ask him uh, to explain all that. Hey, John, thank you for being with us today. Yeah, Archie, thank you for having me. And Mandy, you too. I I really appreciate y'all reaching out. Just so happened to run into Mandy at the Arkansas Grown Conference. So uh, just kind of at the right place at the right time, you know. Hey, that's exactly right. Hey, John, tell us about yourself, your family. Are you a native of Arkansas or did you move here from somewhere else? I'm originally from Stuttgart. Oh, you're the rice country, man. Yeah. Yeah. Arkansas County. So I, I grew up in Stuttgart, ended up going to the University of Arkansas for ag business and ag econ. Uh, I'll back up a little bit. While I was at, uh, in Stuttgart, I worked on row crop farms during the summer and put in levee gates during spring break. And you, you name it, you know, if it was hot out there, I was I was doing it. And uh, I was a lot stronger back then, to say the least. You know? <laughs> we all were. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but uh, after that, like I said, I went to the University of Arkansas. I got a, my bachelor's in ag business and ag econ. And then I got my was fortunate enough to get into graduate school and uh, got my master's in international agricultural economics. Uh, and had the luxury of spending some time in Belgium. And I like to tell people I learned more out of the classroom than I did. Yeah. inside of yeah. it. So we had a lot of fun. That was a really good experience. We got to see agriculture in a different country and how that process worked compared to what we do here, you know, what was important to them and compared to what's important to us. So uh, agriculture is pretty much the same across across the world. People are hungry and people need to produce that food to feed the, feed the world or their community. So after school, I uh, went and worked for uh, John Deere as a GPS consultant for four years uh, out of the Stuttgart store, which was AgPro at the time. And hey, then, so are you still up to date on that stuff? Uh, To some extent, not like I was the day-to-day stuff, but man, it, it it's moved quite a bit since I left. Hey, it moves fast, doesn't it? And, and yeah. I, I say that's a, uh, that's a young man's game for all the older <laughs> guys out there. Man, it's great. Auto steer, the technology is wonderful, but 
you can put a 12 year old kid on a tractor and he can do it better sometimes than some of us who are in the field. Absolutely. You know, it, it, it surpassed me when I was there. It was starting to get over my head a little bit, but, uh, you know, um, it was, it got to the point that we'd got so many people involved in GPS and auto steer that, uh, if they couldn't get their auto steer to work, they almost forgot how to drive their tractor, you know? Yeah, yeah, that's exactly right. We were, we were putting duct tape on the window. We're looking at a tree, uh, at the other end of the field to keep our line disc in the field back then, uh, when I was in high school, but not anymore, you know, it's, it's too easy now, but you're uh, exactly right. Well, how'd you get from John Deere then, uh, to, uh, to the farm bureau? Yeah, after four years with, uh, I guess I did two with AgPro and then two with Greenway when they bought AgPro out. I ended up moving to Little Rock and took a job as a ag economist with the University of Arkansas's Cooperative Extension Agency under Dr. Ron Rainey. And I always kind of joke that when he hired me, he hired me for as a specialty crop or economist. And I thought that would just mean a specialty type of rice. You know, I'd never heard the term specialty crops before. <laughs> I didn't admit yeah. that in the interview. Uh, and then he... Uh, Came in my office one day and he said, I want you to build an enterprise budget and a break-even analysis for uh, tomatoes and cucumbers. I said, and it just clicked to my head. I was like, that's what a specialty yeah. crop is. <laughs> so years went on. I finally admitted that to him. So uh, if you run into him, he, he'll, he'll laugh about that. But um, I did three years there uh, and then an opportunity to come to Farm Bureau as a local foods, especially crop ag economist uh, at the Federation opened up and uh, I jumped at the opportunity. I've just kind of always wanted to be in that service role or consultant type advisory role. I always tell people that uh, I was the kid whose family didn't own a farm uh, because if they did, I would have left school and come right back to work on the farm, you know, and uh, been happy about it. But uh, I wasn't wasn't in that situation. So I always wanted to find a way to stay in agriculture and kind of what I learned in the four years I was in a sales role that I was I was helping people. But then I was having to charge for my time uh, and it ended up more of me trying to make money than it was trying to help people. And I just didn't feel comfortable doing that as much as I, you know, everybody likes to make money. Right. But yeah. at the same yeah. time, I I, I kind of got this weird conundrum of uh, do I make a few extra dollars here or, you know, I, I was probably too honest as a salesman, too. <laughs> you know, So I, I kept people out of some things, but it, that was the right thing to do, you know, so kept them from spending more money than they really needed to. But yeah. here at Farm Bureau, uh, I work in the Commodity and Regulatory Affairs Department. So we have a few different departments here. This, the one I'm in, Governmental Affairs, which are lobbyists. Uh, we have our Public Relations Department, which is Communications. Then we also have a uh, like a field staff department, OMP, organizational membership programs, and they're kind of our field staff and work with our counties directly. Uh, whereas we, in our department, we fall in the kind of the middle of the field staff as well as the lobbyists. We come in as an expert analysis or subject matter analyst within every commodity that's grown in the state. So my my two commodities or responsibilities are specialty crops slash local foods and soybeans. But when I started, I had specialty crops forestry and aquaculture. Uh, then I moved to specialty crops, equine and livestock or beef. And then now I'm at specialty crops and soybeans. Uh, and through that time, I was also the catfish promotion board administrator. And now, and not for very long, uh, but I'm also the the director or administrator for the soybean promotion board in Arkansas. But those promotion boards, uh, if y'all haven't heard throughout through legislation are going to be moved to the Department of Agriculture Okay, I believe so. Yeah, I didn't know that. Okay, yeah, that role will move, but uh, we'll still 
be here to support those promotion boards in any way we possibly can. But within those roles of specialty crops and soybeans, each commodity and Farm Bureau has a division uh, here where members of Farm Bureau are within those commodity divisions where they come to two meetings a year and talk about issues that they have in those particular commodities. So like-minded individuals in soybeans or specialty crops come and talk soybean issues or specialty crop issues. And we help kind of push, we kind of help them uh, develop policy based on those issues. And once that policy is developed through our pro- through our process throughout the year, then our lobbyists are able to go and uh, either fight for or against certain issues according to the policy that those commodities or our members uh, put together. So, hey, so, I, so I have a question. So for example, uh, I can already tell you're the specialty crops guru. <laughs> oh, so anytime you move around, they keep you with special crops too. But yeah, uh, you said at one time you were on the livestock. So is there uh, cattle? So twice a year, just say for cattle farmers, ranchers, whatever, they can come together, like-minded folks, talk about the issues they have in the cattle industry, and uh, kind of share with you guys what's good, what's bad. And then you guys lobby in the state of Arkansas. Is it from Arkansas or national? Level. Uh, well, we, 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 I guess you could say we lobby on three, three levels. I, instead of lobby, I would use the word advocate. Yes. Okay. So, um, we, we, we advocate on the local level, say in your community or in your county, working with county judges or representatives, uh, but also on the state level and also on the federal level. So we have, uh, uh, lobbyists or representatives that have national affairs or federal experience, state experience and local affairs experience. So they they have different levels that they work at, so they can approach uh, all of our issues at each each level of uh, government, really. So would that be also so? Even like last year, we had a, a tremendous drought, especially right. in Northwest Arkansas. Is that something you guys are probably involved in helping to get assistance to the uh, ranchers? Yeah, yeah, we particularly we stayed on top of that. Uh, you know, a shameless plug here for me and my department. We uh, we we write a article every month called the Ag Insider. Uh, and if you're interested, you can find that at arfb.com under uh, Ag Advisor, or you can just search Ag Advisor, or not Ag Advisor, sorry, Ag Insider on our website. And what those articles are, are just kind of a deep dive and economic analysis of, say, the drought and its impact it had on livestock producers, hay producers, what that means for the market, prices, et cetera, et cetera. We also did an article on the row crop side of that when the Mississippi River dropped so low last year, if you don't, uh, yeah. if you recall that, you know. So uh, we, we've we kind of tried to pro- be a resource and show value as a, as a member of Farm Bureau. You're getting this, you know, uh, expert analysis on economic impacts that uh, may have a, an impact on your farm and your operation and how to go forward. Uh, with that information uh, and manage your operation as best you can. Well, hey, something interesting happened that I saw here in Northeast Arkansas in the past two or three weeks. We've had a we had a good run of uh, some dry weather for farming. Oh, yeah. You know, we've had we've had some good rains here recently too. But we also have now, and, and you work there in the John Deere for a period of time. We and all equipment. We have these high speed planters now. Oh yeah. And so yeah, <laughs> yeah. I got some friends that are planting it. Now, I don't know if they're telling the truth or not. 16 miles an hour. You know, <laughs> but I had one ag consultant that him and I are the same age, and we were both consultants at the same time. And he told me, he said, we have planted the crop so fast. He said, we have depleted the potash reserves uh, in places. Yeah. So we 
we were out of potash. I mean, you people were calling the local companies trying to get the bean fertilizer put out. There's no potash. They're waiting on barges uh, oh, yeah. uh, to get in. So that was interesting. I, I've never, yes, I, I just never seen that happen before. Yeah, but, when I when I was, I think the last year I was there at John Deere, the exact emerge planters were coming out, and they had that brush belt system that put that seed in the ground exactly where you want it, spaced out exactly where you want it, but it allowed you to get up to that 15, 16 miles an hour. Well, you would have thought, you know, it was snake oil. And when we brought those to farms, people were like, there's no way. And, you know, come on, speed up. You know, you'd sit in the tractor with them. Like, yeah. you can keep them. They didn't want to. You know, they uh, thought it was way too fast. But uh, I had this conversation with a farmer at last weekend, I think, at a birthday party. But uh, that, the problem we had on one of our first demos, the farmer's like, man, this thing is great. This, I'm going to have to get one of these. But the problem is I'm outrunning my bedders. Oh, you know, yeah. I can't pull up my beds as quick as I can plant. So, you know, I may have to get another tractor and another better just to have this planter too. You know, that was something that didn't click in my mind. I just saw the planter, how fast it went. Like, all right, we're gold here, you know, yeah. but nope, you know, well, better can only go so fast too. So, Hey, it has, uh, it has really done something around here. Allows guys put it in real quick. Uh, another friend who manages a, a company, he told me he was talking about, it. I said, man, I've heard about it. He said, oh, it's great. He said, there's an issue, though. I said, what is it? He says, he says, you got guys are running up on the turn rows at 14, 15 <laughs> miles an hour. He said, because if you slow down, yeah. he said, they don't do well five, mile, five uh -uh. miles per hour when you're planting. He said, it's the craziest thing. They're just running up on the turn rows, you know, trying to make sure they got it right on the ends of the field. Uh, so that, uh, anyway, good, good stuff, man. Hey, so if someone is out there and they say, hey, John, I want some information about some of the stuff you talked about. Now, you mentioned the... What's it called? The Insider or Insights? Uh, Ag Insider. Yeah. And hey, folks, we will list that in the show notes, too. Uh, so you will have that. And John, someone wants to reach out to your office or, or someone in that realm. They got a question. You have an email address that they could or or they could just go to the website and try to find. Yeah. You. Yeah. Uh, you can go to ARFB.org or dot com. Sorry. ARFB.com. Uh, our American Farm Bureau's uh, fb.org. So sometimes I get they, they get confused, but yeah. they also have similar articles uh, that we're putting out. They're a little bit more in depth uh, on certain specific, mainly federal issues. Yeah, they're not so state specific or area specific. But also, you can contact me at uh, John dot at arfb.com. Uh, I, I, I sit in front of my computer most days, so I reply yeah. to emails fairly quickly. Uh, but also we, we have a podcast of our own here yes. uh, at Farm Bureau called the Arkansas AgCast. Uh, okay. Jason Brown and I, he's a member of our PR department. And uh, we, in that podcast, it's about 45 minutes long. We do about four or five different uh, news stories that are relevant to uh, agriculture, but also timely and up to date. So if something came out today or this week, or even while we're doing the podcast, sometimes we're reporting on something. But uh, we have a lot of friendly banter before and after. <laughs> Try to keep it, you know. Uh, friendly banter. Up. I like yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. We give each other a hard time to say the least. So. That's good. Uh, That's was, good. So, hey, what uh, does that drop on a particular day? When is does it come out once a week? Uh, it's every, it comes out every Friday. We try okay. to record on a Thursday, but it, it'll come out every Friday. You can catch it on YouTube, uh, iTunes, uh, Spotify, anywhere you get your podcast. Uh, you can check it there. Uh, just search Arkansas AgCast. It probably won't. Don't search my name. Search Arkansas AgCast. Gotcha. But uh, yeah, we've had a lot of fun with it. 
and uh, getting a lot of good feedback. I mean, you're you're running your own podcast. Sounds like we talked before that you've uh, you're you've got a pretty big reach now. So we're we're trying to move to that direction and just trying to uh, be a, again a, a, what our goal here at Farm Bureau is to be a resource and give value to people in the state. Not only our membership, but we want people to come to Farm Bureau for help. You know, yeah. and whatever that may be, if I don't know the answer to it, I'm going to find somebody that does, you know, that's the way I've always been, whether it's been at Farm Bureau, U of A or John Deere. So, yeah. Awesome. Hey, John, thanks for being with us today. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for having me. It's, it's been a pleasure. I'm, I'm glad I ran into y'all at the Arkansas Ag Conference, uh, or Arkansas Grown Conference back yeah. in January. I think that was. Yeah, it was. It was a few months ago. But yeah. yeah. Good job. Good job. Well, hey, folks. Uh, right here on the podcast, we will have everything listed in the show notes. You can check that out, uh, everything that John has talked about. Check out the podcast that they have. Uh, it'd be a great resource. Also, again, just a lot of great information. You know, you got to stay up to date. Uh, it's ready and available and can find out. And, too, you had an interest, as he mentioned, in specialty crops or livestock or any or soybeans, uh, there's a couple meetings uh, each year. You can come, kind of voice some thoughts, things that are going on. I know they want to hear from you. I'm sure if you check out their website, they've probably got those listed uh, there in the calendar. So thanks for being with us. And, and too, it's always good as we have these conversations with one another. We talk about the stress and strain. Sometimes the strain of this is you look at all that's going on from the local level, state level, to the national level regarding agriculture. A lot of times it's hard to keep up with everything. Uh, that's happening, but we have great resources, especially through the uh, uh, Arkansas uh, Farm Bureau, uh, and they stay on top of that stuff. So we're so glad that John's there uh, working. As he mentioned, also, he gave the, his uh, email address. You can reach out to him, but also to us here, Archie at agrihealth.net. If you got any questions, need some help with something, hey, we'll be back uh, next week. Until then, keep farming and uh, keep the faith. I'll see you then. You've been listening to That Farm Life Podcast, planting hope, harvesting strength with your host, Archie Mason. That Farm Life Podcast is a creation of the Agri-Health Network in conjunction with Grounded Faith Ministries, where we offer opportunities to help you deal with the stress and strains of farm life through faith, family, and community with other farmers. You can learn more about who we are and what we do on our website at agrihealth.net. That's agrihealth, one word, dot net. Thanks for listening, and until next week, keep the faith.